Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. In the 2021 NFL draft cycle, Northern Iowa produced two highly elite physical athletes in Spencer Brown and Ellerson Smith, both of which were selected in the 2021 NFL draft by the Buffalo Bills and the New York Giants. But who's the next freakish athlete to potentially come out of Northern Iowa and be drafted? It appears that man is Trevor Penning, the six foot seven left tackle for the Panthers, who has looked fantastic in his time starting at Northern Iowa. Ryan Roberts spoke with Trevor Penning for this week's NFL Draft Prospects Podcast Spotlight interview. But before we get to that conversation between Ryan and Trevor Penning, I need to tell you folks about Bet Online. July is underway and a great month for sports. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you can find it. From the NBA and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all of the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Now let's get to that conversation between Trevor Penning and Ryan Roberts. Welcome to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast, interview edition. It's Thursday, so you know that we have some interviews with some of the best football players across the nation. We're fresh off the 2021 cycle that is in the books. The page has been turned, so we're looking forward now to the 2022 NFL Draft and the players that you need to keep an eye on. If you were well-versed in this year's cycle, you know that Spencer Brown out of Northern Iowa, you know that Ellerson Smith out of Northern Iowa, you know that Mr. Briley Moore, who ended up at Kansas State, was also from Northern Iowa. And it should be no surprise with the with the program that Coach Farley has built, he's got somebody else coming down the pipeline. He's got a few guys, actually. You know, Jared Brinkman, who I've talked to before. But I want to bring into the show offensive tackle, not Spencer Brown. I'm talking about the starting left tackle who's been a two-year starter, Mr. Trevor Penning. Trevor, appreciate you, man, so much for taking some time today. It's awesome. I love you and I, guys, man. So I need to keep talking about you guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Just, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. So I, I've had the pleasure now of talking to several offensive linemen for the Northern Iowa program over the last couple of years. I was a big fan of Jackson Scott Brown, who was affected by everything COVID-related, who should be playing professional football mm-hmm. somewhere right now. And Spencer Brown, of course, who was drafted by third round by the Buffalo Bills. And I'm talking to the left tackle, number 70, if you're just turning on the film for the first time, 15-game starter in 2019. And then, obviously, you and I season was pushed into the spring this year. And, of course, he started every game that he played this spring for Northern Iowa. So, Trevor, I want to start you off 
going to go through a little bit of a journey here. I know originally you were out of Newman Catholic High School in Iowa. So obviously you made the decision, like, I want to stay in Iowa. I'm going to play at Northern Iowa. I saw you were a very accomplished track athlete. I saw you played basketball while you were at the school. Obviously a, a fantastic football player. Talk to me a little bit about recruiting and why Northern Iowa was ultimately the best decision for you coming out of high school. Um, just mainly, uh, I kind of started getting recruited probably about the winter, my junior, I'd say spring junior. Um, it was just mainly kind of like camp invites, just visit like unofficial visits, uh, just all that. Um, it was mainly just, I didn't really have much interest from like Iowa, Iowa state really just maybe like just camp invites, but you and I, that kind of, they were really the first team that kind of like looked at me like, Hey, like we really like your like film and like we think you could like play for us potentially. And they kind of were the first team that kind of just were very interested in me along with some other smaller schools. Um, yeah, just, I kind of, from the get go, I kind of just liked the place. Just I've been around Iowa. I know about you and I, they're highly accomplished when I was growing up going to games. Came, I came to a couple. Um, yeah, just kind of just going in, just working out over the summer, getting ready for my senior year. I kind of, I added like 40 to 50 pounds going from my junior year to see how I was junior year. I was just a little tall, skinny kid. Like I did not look like a football player whatsoever, yeah. but senior year, I feel like I really came into my body almost. I kind of, I started lifting more serious, trying to like, I kind of felt like college football is definitely what could be a potential opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. So just going to my senior year is just, I didn't really have, I mean, just you and I and just other, mostly Missouri Valley schools just were kind of interested. No real interest from bigger, bigger schools, but yeah, there's, they kind of, I felt, I felt wanted here almost more than any other place. I, I like how you mentioned the, the weight gain, obviously. I, I talked to, to uh, Spencer, that's my fir- favorite backstory, you know, high school tight end, he's like 235, Ellerson was like 200 pounds, crazy weight gains. How have you seen, because you, you talked about, you know, in, in high school that you had gained a bunch of weight. I know Coach uh, Coach Smith, he does a phenomenal job in the weight. I actually talked to him a few weeks ago just about some of the transformations that he has had with you guys. How have you seen your body and your game really evolve since you got to you and I? Just, just strength-wise, I got so much stronger just being in that weight room all the time, just grinding away with redshirt lifting. That's a whole other animal, just lifting just jungle juice. I'm sure you've heard Spencer talk about that. I've, I was on, I've, I've I was heard on. the jungle juice, man. I've oh, heard yeah. about it. That stuff is not good, but it does good for you. <laughs> That's what helped me put some weight on. But uh, yeah, just just grinding away, just putting the head down, working, just just balling, basically just lifting, getting better. I love it, man. And obviously, you guys have a great tradition of putting out NFL talent, which is why I think that you could be the next in line because we're talking. I mean. Outside of just Spencer and Jackson, who obviously I have big opinions of, we're talking about David Johnson, Kurt Warner, Therese Fountain. Like, there's so many guys that you and I has developed. What's it like to, for you to know that you could be the next in line of what is a proud tradition on the FCS level of a, of a school that traditionally does put out a lot of NFL talent? I think it's just a great opportunity. Just, I mean, this place, this is one of the best places in FCS to, that develops NFL talent. I just think it's cool that. I could be one of those people that could be one of, just one of those people. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. 
Yeah, man. It's really cool. And I kind of want to ask about the offensive line tradition that you guys have. And a couple of the guys I just mentioned, great workers, great players, obviously. What has it been like to learn from guys like Spencer, like Jackson, but then also to continue that camaraderie of that offensive line room? Um, I think mainly the guy I kind of looked at was mainly Jackson Scott Brown. He kind of he he definitely he was definitely a leader on that uh, when we played. My whole time I've been here, he was definitely a leader. He vocal leader. Just he want he tells you what he expects of you. Just he knows football. He uh, he just he has real passion for it. And he knows how to teach. Teach. When I was a young freshman, like I didn't know what was going on, but he him and Cal and Older people before that, when I was a true freshman, they just helped pave the way, kind of, just to learn how to really play big time, like big time football. Like I came from really small school, like the stuff that we were doing, we didn't pass that in high school. Like I didn't know how to do that, and just them helping me teach or teach me, it it, it was big. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you mentioned pass setting. Obviously you're the left tackle, so that's like oh, the, that's that's the thing, right? That's oh, the yeah. blind side protector. How have you seen now, Trevor? Because I know you know. The, the 15 games started in 2019 and, and this past spring, obviously, of, of continuing the left tackle tradition. How have you seen your game develop? You mentioned, you know, you haven't passed that in high school. So I know that that's obviously a big learning curve for you. How have you seen yourself develop as a football player over the last couple of years? I think um, mainly, honestly, it's probably pass, or pass blocking. I think this past spring, I definitely improved. I still think I, have, I can be a lot better at mm-hmm. pass setting, but like, over the years, I definitely have gotten better at that. Like, probably my – I mean, I played guard when I first got here for the majority. My freshman year, redshirt freshman year, I was the guard. Mm-hmm. Redshirt sophomore year, there's a place open, the left tackle opened up, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go take that. Everyone was – like, I was competing for it, and I was like, I'm going to go take it. But, um, yeah, just passed it. I'm still – I felt like my redshirt sophomore year I still was iffy on it. I still had some – technical flaws but i feel like i'm definitely getting getting it down and still continue to prove today improve today mm-hmm. and i want to ask about this spring because obviously i know it wasn't ideal i've you know i have put it out there a lot you know with with spencer and and with ellerson and all the guys that had to make difficult decisions with the covid cancellation push it to spring how difficult was that for you and you being one of the guys that stuck around obviously and is now one of the pillars of the program how do you feel like you were best able to navigate the negativity surrounding you? I think I just kind of took advantage of the time off that we were given kind of like we weren't playing. So I feel like I was like, okay, well I'll just continue what I've been doing all spring and summer and just keep grinding, lifting, doing indo work, football drills, getting the body ready. And whenever our time's to play, I'll be ready by then. Mm-hmm. And then what was it like playing this playing in the spring, man? I know it's it's got to be like really odd, but like I kind of liked it because like that's, that's the only football that's on TV, you know. So I agree. It was it was pretty interesting. I kind of I almost kind of liked it. It was it's like a glorified spring ball, just spring practice with games. But it was definitely fun. But that's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. And now now, um, Trevor, what is it like for you guys now? Because I know it's it's not perfect yet, right? Places are getting better though. So what's it like kind of just being more back to a normalized atmosphere and know that this fall there's going to be football again? Oh, it's definitely exciting. Can't wait. Have hopefully have fans in the stands, more, mm-hmm. more fans. Um, definitely that Iowa state game. I hope there's a big crowd. It's always, always a blast going in there. 
Um, just getting back to normal life. Uh, just, yeah, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. And I, I know um, that was one thing that's when I spoke to Spencer, he was most upset about was, I know you guys had Iowa on the schedule to start. Mm-hmm. I know he was fired up for, for I was that too. game. Um, yeah. So Trevor, I want to ask you, I always ask the guys this, who were some players could be past growing up, could be now that maybe you emulate to a degree. Are there guys, you mentioned Jackson's a guy that you kind of looked up to in the program, but like outside NFL players, are there guys that you like to watch a lot? Um, Probably some that come to mind for NFL players. I'd say, I feel like a favorite, a lot of people would say it was Taylor Luan. Like he's always, he plays the game the right way. Um, Another guy I, I like uh, Makai Becton for the Jets. Big, big guy. <laughs> big guy. He plays the game the right way. I love watching him. I was watching uh, some like uh, draft or not draft, but it was like NFL breakdown or something. It was just, he was just, it was like a 38 minute long video of just uh, some guy talking about just how he plays, just opening the lane, just how often it was just, it was fun. And yeah. then one other guy, I know whenever we watch, uh, NFL film for like during the fall, like during the, our time off, like we had a lot of time off. So we watched <laughs> NFL film. Mm-hmm. Um, one guy that always stuck out, we'd watch the Tennessee Titans offensive line and uh, rat or Roger Saffold, I think the Saffold, left guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was small in people. He was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, him and Juan are, they're definitely fun to watch for them. Yeah, Saffold's a Saffold's a really fun one because he was actually a left tackle when he was at the University of Indiana and then really? he moved into guard. So he's got yeah. that like he's got like like he looks almost like a tackle, just like this added weight, right? He's like six five, oh, yeah. long arms, but he's like three uh, yeah. forty pounds. So yeah. he's a, he's a lot of fun. That's a great list. I love it so much. And Trevor, obviously, I, I think that you are a guy going into the fall, specifically just from a college perspective, that coming back to college football in the FCS, like you could probably be the best one in my opinion. Like, I think that that's very possible. And I think you could be one of the best offensive tackles just in the country in general for you to take that next step to potentially being the next shining offensive tackle coming out of the FCS. What are some improvements that you still have to make in your game? Um, I'd say the main things I still want to get better at my pass set mainly just becoming an elite pass blocker. I feel like I can, I definitely have the potential to do that. Sure. Um, playing, uh, playing with lower leverage with more leverage, uh, just, you know, I'm tall, I'm tall guy. I got to get down there get with, the, you know, blocking the Jared Brinkman's of the world. He's, <laughs> he's got to get down to that level, but, um, just leverage, I'd say, uh, pass blocking, uh, overall strength. I still think I can get stronger. I mean, you never can be too strong, but, sure. um, yeah, just, that's probably the main three, I'd say. Flexibility, I'd say I could get more flexible. That's a yeah. big big uh, key to football, and, yeah, I think that'd be some things. Yeah, now, offensive tackles, when I'm, when I'm scouting, it's always flexibility and core strength. Like, those things are mm-hmm. – and then, obviously, length. Like, you want length, yeah. right? You say you're a tall guy. It makes total sense. And I know – it, the dysfunctional spring season. I know you guys had four losses by, I think, a combined 15 points 15. or something like that. Some crazy yep. number like that. But, you know, the year before, we're talking 10 and five, third round of the FCS playoffs. Obviously, a proud tradition. Going into the, going into the fall, we're just going to kind of look past the spring because it was dysfunctional. What are some goals that you have, both as a player and as a team, to maybe end your career on the right, on the right leg? I'd say for me, my individual goals. Um, I think 
I think you said it earlier, just I honestly want to be the best offensive lineman in the FCS. I think it's definitely achievable. Um, just I got to continue to work, continue to grind. Um, yeah, and then for team goals, uh, I would say just we have we all have the goal of being the Missouri Valley uh, football or win the conference, yeah. basically. Just win the conference because the conference, if you win the conference, there's no reason why you're not winning the winning at all like we're, we're the best fcs conference in football in my opinion a lot of people's opinions yes. and uh, i just think that's our main goal is just win the conference win it all basically now it's it's um i've, I've heard many people call it the sec of the fcs so yep. I, I think that's safe to assume and the last question i kind of have for you is again thank you are a guy that could play on the next level for you how long has playing the nfl potentially been a dream and how much of a blessing would that be when that ultimately comes to fruition for you? Well, it'd be a huge blessing. I mean, it'd just be great. Just continue to play the game I love. I grew up playing. Just, I love football. I mean, uh, just a dream. It's been a dream since forever, basically. Just, just it kind of coming down to have real good opportunity to do it. I think it's super cool. It's a huge blessing. Just, I just got to continue to keep working and get to that point. Absolutely. So again, here with starting left tackle for the Northern Iowa football team, Mr. Trevor Penning. Trevor, I appreciate you again, man. Taking a little bit of time. It's awesome. Just getting a little backstory. I am excited and I'm looking forward to what you put on film in the, in the fall and look forward to your NFL. Yep. Thanks for having me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.